0: And welcome to episode 14 of Control-Alt-Deplete. I am here, Hello. one of your hosts, Buck Blind, along with on the right side of the screen, the other host, Mr. Bioshock. How are you doing, Bio? Hello.
1: Good, good. Uh both us tired room, good. <laughs> to
0: say, we're both, both pretty well-rested, I think. <laughs>
1: yeah, we're just DJs right now. We're yes. recording a podcast at 5 in the morning. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: I just woke up from like a 14 hour nap so that was great Ugh. needed it needed it I'd slept for two hours in the combined two days before then so you know I knew I was gonna crash for a while part <laughs> uh, I went to bed at like two o'clock yesterday and slept until five o'clock 430 so yeah it's like 14 hours nice. yeah yeah. Like I said, I slept for about two hours, uh, I slept for two hours Tuesday and had been up since four o'clock Monday afternoon,
1: <laughs> so nice.
0: yeah, that was, that was rough. I was, I was crashing yesterday. I was ready. I had to make sure all the storms went through first and weren't going to cause any issues. So I had to, I was watching those once, once I was like, yeah, these are, are, these are kind of fizzling out and not really doing much then Then I was good to go ahead and go to sleep. Yeah. But, uh, all right, let's go ahead and jump into some of the news here. Um, so first off, our, uh, just as a heads up for you Mythic Plusers out there, um, the affixes this week are Fortified, Bolstering, Storming, and Thundering. So it's not too bad a week, I don't think. Bolstering can be a little annoying, but honestly, I just... With the 20 second time around bolstering bolstering to me is, isn't a big issue anymore um
1: i i i i, I think tyrannical's toxic
0: <laughs> tyrannical is i i tyrannical Not this a expansion
1: myth. there wasn't bad other expansions
0: so so tyrannical in this expansion has been um easier to time keys on than fortified but honestly i think what happened this expansion is i feel like the boss fights on a lot of the dungeons were overtuned even on fortified because yeah. i felt like on fortified weeks the bosses were taking about as long to kill as they did on tyrannical weeks in previous expansions which then means yeah. on tyrannical weeks they're taking like five minutes to kill a boss whereas t- so historically and i just remember this my ocd brain historically throughout bf or bfa and shadowlands fortified weeks bosses would take about a minute and a half to kill on tyrannical, they would take about three minutes to kill. They're taking about three minutes on fortified and shadow and dragonflight, and taking about five minutes on tyrannical, which is absurd yeah. in my opinion. They're long fights. Um, long yeah, fights. so I feel like maybe they just got their boss tuning off, or maybe that's how they want it to be. I don't know. Um, yeah. Speaking of affixes, and we'll touch more on this later. Uh, they are debating whether or not they will uh, make it. So, one, we already know there's not going to be any seasonal affix for next season, um, but they're thinking of doing a the the affix you normally get a plus four, starting at a plus seven, and then mm-hmm. the ones that you normally get at a plus seven, starting at a plus fourteen. Um, I kind of like that. I do think it could cause some tuning issues potentially. I know I saw some people. I think Nagura was talking about. Um, potentially they should put a cap on some of the scaling for some of the affixes. Um, because like explosives, explosives scale now, the health of the explosive scales with the key. And she was suggesting like a cap at like a plus 20, which I, I, I agree with that because I think when you get that higher scaling, it just it's so much stuff at the higher key level that it becomes a bit absurd. Um, yeah so i can see that point and i i agree with that um but yeah so those are our weekly affixes not too bad this week honestly in my opinion i know we're gonna try to run some keys this week so we'll see what that's like uh the next it's been a while yes it has (laughs) the next topic right uh the next topic is the big battle bear with twitch prime Uh, so we've got a new little, uh, thing you can get, um, Twitch Prime is something that will come with Amazon Prime for free if you already have it. Uh, if you do not have it, uh, get Amazon Prime, because, I mean, pretty much everyone in the world has
1: Amazon Prime. (laughs) It's it's just the best thing.
0: Yeah, there's really no reason, like, you know, I don't have it for, for, for Amazon Prime Video, but I, you get Amazon Prime Video with it, so you get a streaming service, you get all your... Free Shipping on, on packages and next day shipping like and next all for day self. delivery, yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, and everybody's shopping on Amazon as much as Amazon is a big, evil, giant corporation that needs to treat their employees better. Uh, everyone still uses it because <laughs> it's kind of like Walmart. Like, what can you do? Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, fine. you just go at the club. Nobody likes the corporation, but it's the cheapest thing out there and it's and a great product, so you know, yeah um yeah. unfortunately they just need to treat their employees better but uh, the the horror stories man from amazon i work i work with a lot of former amazon people and yeah yeah it's not a great place
1: i i've <laughs> heard terrible things even here in canada yes. we have that same mission like i had friends who yeah. worked like the warehouses hated mm. it worked for, like a couple months and they left because they just could not handle it
0: yes yes they uh, they are are not an easygoing place people complain about about where i work at the warehouse i work at and i'm like it's not as bad as <laughs> you think Amazon. <laughs> yeah you'll be a lot happier here M- yeah. most of most of our former amazon employees stick around at our place <laughs> yeah um anyway so if you have if you have amazon prime gaming then you uh can go it's, it's also like twitch prime it gives you the same yeah. thing and everything uh If you go to the uh, Blizzard site, their news site, uh, maybe I'll post the link in the comments or something. Um, You can click their link for it and it'll take you to the news page and they've got a link to claim the offer. Uh, All you got to do is click claim offer. Um, If you don't have the Prime Gaming account, get it. Or you can do a free 30-day trial and cancel it. You know, whatever. Uh, But then you link your account to your World of Warcraft account to it. And it will give you the option to get the uh, in-game content. So it's very, very simple. Um, I know you and I are going to do that right after the podcast. I can't
1: uh, it right now.
0: (laughs) There you go. Yeah, (laughs) I
1: just... just, Sorry, you have to excuse me for a second. No, you're good. Code text it to me.
0: (laughs) Nice, nice. Say, yes, so link account yeah so you'll click on uh get in game content and then click link account and let's see what else this takes me to all right there you go it's going to ask for your permission you just allow your permission which sure allow all permissions um and then there we go now it should be in my uh yeah should be in my account now um anyway moving on uh, we had the MDI finals this past weekend. Uh, it was actually a, or maybe it was weekend before last. I don't remember now, uh, I think it was this, it was this past weekend. Yeah. Cause we, yeah. Um, uh, it was a very tight race. Uh, normally echo just, you know, clean sweeps or wins like three to one. Um, yeah. it was a very tight race. I know at one point, one of the dungeons, um, was won by two seconds. It was a two second difference between these guys. Um, and uh no it was it was a very good race let me look this up real quick because i forgot to link anything on it but echo did end up winning the mdi um it was a very close one i think what happened was from what i've seen i didn't get to watch the mdi because my power was out the entire time um but uh i think what happened was basically um echo made several mistakes and it's part of why it's really close obviously also the other team was very very good as well you know not taking anything away from them Uh, um mandatory that was the team name mandatory um but uh what um what essentially happened yeah it was throughout almost almost all of the uh, matches in the finals for echo they they lost at least one map um, but what it seemed to be from what I had heard and read from people commenting on it was that Echo is making several mistakes. Um, and so it was very, very close, but it's just that's kind of how how good Echo is, is that they are good enough that they can make mistakes and still manage to pull off the win. Um, but it also showed, I think, that Echo is not necessarily completely unbeatable. Yeah, uh, which so is I, which like just,
1: making Superman bleed.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. Um, Echo yeah. has dominated every World of Warcraft, you know, competitive. <laughs> yeah, every every World of Warcraft esport out there, whether it's PvP, Mythic Plus, or raid. I mean, Echo has dominated for the last three, four years, basically. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's it's it was interesting. I I know it was a really good MDI. Um, I know we had, let me see, if did we have it in the finals? I know there was a map that was four-man DPSed, I think.
1: Oh, really? With um, the prop alley heels?
0: Yes, here it was. Uh, Cheese. Um, actually, no, both teams did. Okay, so this was in the quarterfinals. Echo versus Cheese. Court of Stars. Echo ran prot pally enhanced shaman feral druid unholy dk and shadow priest no healer <laughs> and cheese ran prot warrior so that's interesting feral yeah, druid uh havoc D- uh, demon hunter unholy dk and um devastation evoker
1: oh, okay
0: but yeah Cortis, devastation
1: evoker eh
0: yes um, they ran that well because you have a lot of team, yeah. you have a lot of off off heels with the uh, that you can Bloody use. So though. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but no, quarter stars apparently is a very popular one. We've been seeing. I know a twenty eight was timed. Uh, Nerf tank timed his his team timed to twenty eight quarter stars with four DPS no healer. Because um, quarter stars, I guess, is a dungeon, and it makes sense because most of the damage in there. Is avoidable it's just damage. Avoidable. Yeah. So you don't have to have a strong healer. Um, but yeah, that's that's crazy. Um, but uh, no, then the other thing that happened with the MTI finals, <laughs> and this, this cracked me up. Um, um, who was it? Oh, n- uh, is it now? Yeah, now from the tank for Echo. Um, he posted a week aura that they had made and they had kept secret the entire oh, no. the entire season and did not unveil it until the finals. Um, right, and well, they used it throughout the MDI. And what this week aura does was in Court of Stars, it makes uh, it made it so that if you clicked on the spy it would tell you whether or oh. not it was actually the spy before you actually picked ah, it.
1: So I you, heard about that.
0: Yes, so they used that, they saved it, and they somehow kept the whole thing under wraps. And then as soon as the MDI was over, they put it public. And within days, Blizzard hotfixed it so you can't use it, can't do it anymore. <laughs> um, so I thought that was hilarious. Um, but, you know, I mean, they didn't do anything... They didn't do anything wrong at all. It's, they, just it's, they
1: made a sweet, yeah, they made a, a weak
0: aura, something that Blizzard overlooked. It's not an exploit because it's not something that, like you're just going to gain a whole bunch of power from or whatever that you're not yeah. supposed to. It was just a weak aura, and Blizzard does it all the time. Somebody makes a weak aura, and Blizzard's like, "Nah, we don't want you doing that." Yeah, <laughs> you know. But uh, so that was that was funny. I thought. Uh, but yes, congratulations to Echo on the win. Uh, what uh, were you going say?
1: Uh, something I, I saw when I was kind of looking into the MDI was that every class was represented at least once, except for monks. Ooh, rip! <laughs> there were no brewmaster, no misweaver, no windwalker. There was no monks the entire MDI. That is interesting. This, like, I, this last. So yeah. I get,
0: I get no, no brewmaster and no misweaver, but I'm surprised that there wasn't at least one windwalker.
1: Yeah, Windwalkers, I've been, like, because, you know, I've been playing, like, all my classes, getting them geared It's a new uh, system, right. the catch-up system. I- I've been looking into a lot of different stuff just to kind of get an idea of builds and stuff like that. And what I've noticed is that the top DPS that are, this guy that I watch on YouTube called, like, Marky E or something, he's a Windwalker monk, and he's doing, like, 25s, and his top DPS will be around 110k. When you look at other classes, they're doing, like, 150 plus. mm so it's not, it's a, he's a good player. I, because he's stuck with monk, you know, he knows what he's doing, and he does not say he's bob DPS every time. But if like these with some other competent players that are equally geared other classes, they'll do significantly more DPS than what he's doing overall. Right. It's, so it's I don't know. I, I don't know. I think because I, at that that being said, the the woodwalker monk. Next season's uh, tier set, they uh, it used to be that. It used to be that. Oh, you're good. Okay, you're good. That uh, Rising Sun Kick had a chance, and it was the tooltip said to go Nova, causing an explosion, doing attack bar damage, or whatever, to like people in eight yards, or whatever. But it was just a chance, and it was three hundred percent. But people are like, well, why would you use Rising Sun Kick at all in, in an AOE fight? And so they actually changed it so that every time you use Rise of Sunkick, it explodes for eighty percent of the damage to everyone in like eight yards or whatever. So hmm. I'm wondering if that's gonna be enough to help them, because I don't really think it was their AoE yeah, that was the problem. To be honest, I kind of thought yeah. it was like their sustained damage. Yeah, I was saying Windwalker's burst.
0: Yes, very big burst. Uh, we yeah. pop the cooldowns stuff, especially that. Uh, um, uh, what is it? The uh,
1: Oh, the bone dust brew.
0: Yes, yes, bone dust. you pop that bone dust brew along with the other cooldowns, Ooh, that's that does some damage. Um, no, I want to apologize to that cough a second ago. Uh, I started cracking <laughs> up after because because I I muted in the stream and forgot until after I coughed and you just stopped talking. That oh yeah, that just mutes it in the in the in the recording and not in your headset. So you hear because I let that cough go too. <laughs> I I, was, it was
1: actually really quiet. I, I honestly thought okay. you dropped your pop or something, and you were like, it sounded like a
0: gas?" me. I was like, oof! <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, no, because I muted it, and then I just let it go, because I had to cough real bad. And I forgot Damn. until after I coughed, oh, yeah, that still went right through his headset. <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, so, anyway, yeah. the uh, we do have some, some much-needed uh, ret nerfs. Yeah. Um, it, it's now, it's not PvP time. nerfs, but it is... Um, let me see also, prop is... alley
1: nerfs
0: too. Shh, no, no, no! Don't don't nerf tanks. Shut up! You don't know what you're talking about.
1: <laughs> I I think I think prop alleys are really cool and fun, but I do not think you should be able to run a dungeon for the BS tank.
0: Yeah, not, I, I mean, you should be able
1: to do that. A, a, Maybe think, at like ten lower. Well, well, so here's, lower, but here's if you do thing. like twenty five. That's
0: not that's not a prop Pally thing, because they did it with a prop warrior in the MDI they didn't use a prop uh, pally so i mean it's it's that's that has enough. more to do with high skill and just having some, some right. kind of off heels. um it's and from what i've read up on it is it, it is mainly court of stars that people are doing it on be, simply because uh, most of the damage is avoidable uh, yeah but no i do think prop pallys are very strong right now yeah which is great yeah. i mean i think they they've been kind of meh, middle of the pack for a while so yeah uh Anyway, so uh, yeah, the ret nerfs that are coming, it's uh, all damage reduced by 3%, and Instrument of Retribution duration was reduced to 9 seconds, where it was 12 seconds. Yeah. Um, So anyway, that uh, will... uh, They also have a hotfix coming at a later date related to Execution Sentence and its unintended interactions with various uh, damage boosts. Then Defensives, they're... Making Fading Light, Blessing of Dust causes your Holy Power generating abilities to also grant an absorb shield for 3% of damage or healing dealt instead of 10%. Um, The Aegis of Protection increases the value of Shield of Vengeance by 10% instead of 20%. Shield of Vengeance duration reduced to 10 seconds. It was 15%. And Lightforged Blessing now heals you and your party for 2% of maximum health instead of 3%. Um, they said one of their major goals with the rework of Retribution Paladin was to give them a significant boost to their survivability as this was an area where they were previously underperforming we overshot the mark here and Retribution Paladins are proving to be more durable than we intended as such we are making some defensive reductions to bring them more in line with our intentions Um, so yeah I don't know I don't know if this is PvE and PvP both I know it is definitely PvE Um, I just don't know if it also affects PvP or not because um, I feel like I feel like they'll make PVE yeah. changes and it does affect PvP, but then they make PvP changes that does not affect PVE. So I don't know, I don't know exactly how that will worked. It, it's never been really super clear to me on some of that stuff. But I think I think I think these changes are both PvP and PVE.
1: Yeah. Um, so well, anyway, I I, I they, they need a nerf in PvP yes. for sure. But like I'm <clears throat> like it's like I don't really do much pvp anymore because i got just like burnt out from it a little bit you know and just yeah just a lot of class hopping for flavor of the month for me right but um i was streams i watch most people i follow on twitch are pvp or so i'll you know occasionally tune in and see what's going on every game has a red
0: yeah well, it's like it's like that picture I sent you—the the, the um, evolution of of paladin mounts throughout the years. And it has like the original paladin mount, and then the middle the the level forty paladin mount, and then it has the gladiator mount for this season.
1: <laughs> uh, just quickly uh, yes. on my Discord, is showing that you stream pause. No, there that's because I that's just oh, I, I didn't know gonna it. Affect anything or it. Nah, it was just
0: because I minimized instead of over oh, okay. overriding. Um, yeah,
1: so uh, yeah. anyways, Ritz, Ritz, much needed nerf.
0: Yep, yep. I don't think it'll affect him too much as far as uh, PvE goes, really, because um, their damage, it's only 3% damage. I know they were the top D- DPS for Raid. Uh, yeah. I don't and know, th- for Mythic Plus, they were top, they
1: are like top three, I think.
0: No, Mythic Plus, they were bottom half in damage for the really? past, I yes. Thought, I thought-
1: what, what I saw for, was maybe... For,
0: yeah. Mythic, for Mythic Plus damage rankings, they were bottom half. So I don't know uh, that 3% thing, May it may be needed in single target, but I, I do not I, I, I do feel like the damage nerf is maybe more of a Band-Aid instead of an actual fixing the issue. Um, yeah. Because like I said, the, the the data from Warcraft logs showed uh, ret palies in the bottom half of Mythic Plus damage. Um, so I don't know. Uh, I think maybe I, it's I, more of a single target issue than it is a uh, a AoE issue. I don't think your AoE is very strong.
1: Actually, it is surprisingly good. Hmm. Like, like it might have really strong like
0: burst, three, Maybe.
1: Well, I, I don't know. Like, I probably like three eighty, and I like on four targets at three eighty, was pulling like eighty k DPS sustained, maybe dropping to maybe seven k on like four targets. Right. Like it's it's it seems pretty high. Yeah. I, I don't, but like, that was like fighting like rare. So like the fight was like 30, 45 seconds. So that could be part of it. Like just cause I had everything going for like 20, 25 seconds.
0: Right. So yeah, I'm looking right now at, uh, did you uh, DPS rep Pally, Yeah. They're still bottom half for the, for the past two weeks and mythic plus they are bottom half for uh, DPS. Um, how
1: are how are Windwalkers in that list?
0: Windwalkers are... Uh, they're top half, but they're not like super high. They're yeah. like probably 10th or so. There's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10th for Windwalker. And Rhett is 11, 12, 13, 14, 15th for
1: Rhett. Oh, okay. Yeah, you have to yeah. you have to send me that link so I can take a look at it at some point because yep. I'm actually curious to see cuz I I don't typically go out of my way to look at them. I just get like the notifications on my phone about like from sites like esports.com or whatever and they right. they often they often post like raid logs.
0: <clears throat> yeah, the raid the raid logs are different because that's that's specifically just the raid which Ret yeah. were number one in raid. Um, but that's yeah. kind of like, I'm a little concerned about the 3% just overall nerf. I think they probably need to target more the single target. That's, yeah, their share of target's if, crazy. Because if, yeah, if they're doing super strong in raid, but they're still bottom half in Mythic Plus, their AoE doesn't need a nerf. It's their myth. It's yeah. their single target that needs the nerf.
1: Um, yeah, their share target's crazy.
0: Yeah. But, uh, alright, anyway, moving on. Uh, so, we did finally get an announcement for when 10.1 is starting so that is going to be may 2nd and along with that season one excuse me season one ends may 2nd so you've got about four weeks to get your keystone master done hint hint bio (laughs) i'm I'm getting there we're gonna get there we're gonna get there (laughs) yep don't worry Um, about it so you have four weeks to get that done um, if you want the aotc mount or if you're going for the cutting edge achievement you have four weeks to get that done uh for the raid so yep once uh once it ends the week of may 2nd which may 2nd is a tuesday so basically that night whenever the season ends or that that day that morning at 10 10 a.m 11 a.m 9 a.m what time whatever time it is in your time zone it will end and all those achievements will be gone forever mm-hmm. um but then we have 10.1 launch on may 2nd now i just want to give a quick heads up because i know this is going to happen um they're going to have maintenance that day i'm sure it'll it is long. going to be like an eight hour long maintenance that'll probably get extended to like 10 hours it'll probably be like 7 Half a it'll, yeah it'll be like 8 a.m pacific time till 3 p.m pacific time and then it'll get extended until 6 p.m time. Six. Yeah. like that's yeah. what happens all the time it happens every single time just go in expecting it, instead of going in going. Why is it such a long? One? It's every single every single patch, it's a long maintenance, and every single patch, everyone's complaining about how long it's long. It's a patch. It's been long every single patch for the last ten years. They're <laughs> I, and they're
1: adding another zone, aren't they? Not? Yeah. Yes. Yes. And like they are. more catch up mechanics. Like yes. There's, like, I a new zone. It's it's we crazy just got, we just got the grid breach like a month and a it's, half. Before. It's Let's just, go. it's
0: crazy to me how this happens every single patch for yeah. literally 10 plus years now, it's been mm-hmm. happening that on a patch day, it's long maintenance and it almost always gets extended yeah. because it's a lot of stuff to do. And people yeah. get so mad, like, why is this not just a regular hour long patch? Because there's a big patch. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know, it's just, it, I, I don't get Planned why people are, or- <laughs> yeah, I don't understand why people are surprised by it. So it's been
1: that way forever. Like back, I yeah. remember playing Vanilla every Tuesday on Vanilla, at yep. the servers are down for twelve hours every Tuesday.
0: Right? No, and and for me, honestly, it you know it used sure it was annoying on Tuesdays. You're wanting to play. You're waiting. You gotta wait. You gotta wait. And it's annoying. Yeah. But for me now, it really doesn't matter because I have to work Tuesday, so I'm gonna sleep all day, and then I get up and go to work, and I can't play until Wednesday anyway. So, haha, <laughs> suck on that, losers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's the only good thing is I don't have to, I don't have to wait for maintenance anymore because I'm just yeah. a sleeper at work. Um, uh, but yeah, yeah, so season one starts or season two starts on May 9th. So the launch is May 2nd. We have a one week to do all the new things and, and check everything Start
1: to out. Talk your and stuff. Yep.
0: Yep. And then explore the new zone and, and kind of get a feel for it. And then season two starts one week later on May 9th. The raid is coming out that day. Um, let me... all, all
1: difficulties, right? I believe like they're, they're, so. I thought, I thought they're like releasing mythic on day one. Like, I, I, I'm pretty sure. Rate?
0: Uh, yes, they are doing that. They are doing uh, mythic is releasing that same day, so there's not going to be the week gap of after that. Which I personally, I like that. Um, I know, yeah, a lot of the world first raiders kind of, eh, they weren't real sure on it, but I don't know. I think it's a good thing, in my opinion. Um, yeah but i think i think to me it makes it and this might be just a my perspective thing for me i find it more interesting because i enjoyed i love this previous raid i loved watching the race world first and seeing all the the normal behind the scenes stuff you don't normally get to see of all the different normal raid splits than heroic raid splits them trying to figure out loot, all the Mythic Plus that they run. Normally, all we see on Race for World First broadcasts are... Okay, day one, they do a couple of heroic splits, and then they go into Mythic Raid. And like we yeah. don't necessarily see all that behind the scenes. All the extra work that they do just to get to that point, uh, we don't normally get to see. So I personally yeah. liked it. I And I don't know why I honestly i think i think the people that mainly didn't like it and this is i'm not trying to throw shade at anybody i think the people that didn't like it were the teams that didn't uh that weren't echo or limit um because is it was, that is
1: is method around or is method echo yeah, now or
0: M- that? method is still around they have their raid team they finished third in the uh the race world first last uh, oh, last okay. raid um, echo is
1: eu right
0: Yes, Echoes EU and Limit is is uh, NA. NA. Uh, but I do a two, way, yeah. I I think I think pretty much anybody any of the raid teams that weren't Echo or Limit, um, where I'm not trying to throw again, I'm not trying to throw shade at any teams because I understand everyone's in a different position. Those two raid teams are really the only two raid teams that can pretty much just go and do whatever they want because they have such large communities, they have such large amount of sponsorships. Um, yeah, they can take time, time can, off. Of like- real yes. life jobs to like um, spend
1: there every yeah, day, every, so, every hour of every day on the game.
0: So I think what happened was it not only became a race in mythic pushing, it became a race to get heroic splits and normal splits done, which again, yeah. to me, I liked that. However, those two raid teams have huge advantages because they have this, such large communities. They could pull people in. Um, cause I know specific cause I was watching, I watched method lock. Cause that's who I root for usually is method. Um, I was watching theirs, and they were they had to like they had to delay their start time because they were waiting for people to wake up to so they could pull them into normal splits, and because they were trying to get community members in, but people weren't awake because the, over in with the way that they changed the the resets for because they, they did change the resets recently for EU and NA. It used to be EU would reset in the morning over there, just like it does over here so but it was like a it was like a big long difference now when eu resets it's like 5 a.m their time so instead of at like 8 a.m so what happens is 5 a.m no one's awake they're all yeah. up and ready to go but they have to wait for other people because they have their splits set up and they need community members instead of their raiders to go with them So, I think a lot of the raids that a lot of the raid teams that weren't Echo and Limit had that same issue where they need to run their normal splits, but they didn't have enough people available to run them. Um, And so, I think that's part of why those guilds don't want um, the Mythic to release the same time because then that gives you a full week to get your splits done and you can kind of schedule it whenever and whatever time is more convenient. Um, But I think also. The other complaint that they, those that those guilds tend to get, and even Echo and Limit, complain about it as well, is how long the raid, race for world first, were taking. And so this, so so putting mythic out at the same time shortens that time because you can jump into mythic three days in instead of having to wait a full week. And it's not like during that full week they're just sitting back and relaxing and not doing anything. They're running normal and heroic splits all week long. So yeah. it's not like oh, well, they can just continue with their normal work schedule that week or whatever and then take the time off the Mythic week. No, they're taking that, that, that first week off anyway, so it's kind of a give and take. It's like, you can, you can I think what it is, is, is you're going to feel more pressure that first week because with having Mythic releasing at the same time, because you're racing for not just Mythic, but also for normal and heroic. However, you're going to be able to shorten up your overall raid time. Um, so yeah, I think that's why Blizzard's wanting to do it because so many people complain about how long the races were taking so I, I think this is going to be a permanent thing we're going to see going forward and seeing Mythic release at the same time. Personally I love it uh, but I'm not a race for world first person so
1: <laughs> yeah I, I, I get that like what the past expansions was it just taking too long because like you have one week of like just heroic right Yeah, normal yep. heroic and that mythic, so you have to like, yeah, play so, for like two or three weeks straight.
0: So going back to Shadowlands, the uh the last raid in Shadowlands, I believe it was. I think it was the last raid in Shadowlands. It was a Sylvanas one. It was either the last raid or the next to last raid. But I, th- I think it was the last raid in Shadowlands, so where you killed the jailer.
1: Yeah, uh, I believe
0: that raid. Yes. So for all of us, we look at that raid and go, oh that that race lasted for 13 days which is a longer than normal but no 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 it didn't last for 13 days it lasted for or what Not 13 it was 17 days i think is what it lasted for but it for us it lasted for like 16 17 days because we started watching when the mythic release for the raid yeah. teams that lasted for 23 days because they had a full week ahead of that so almost a full month these guys were we're, we're working on this and in the middle of, the, of all the rates stuff so a lot of these teams were pushing and pushing for 23 straight days um i remember echo literally or not echo um limit literally they, they were competing with echo for the race and echo might still have won it regardless but limit literally finally said all right guys we're calling it right here. We're going to fly home. Everyone can go home, take a day or two and relax, and then we'll come back because they were just burnt out mentally because it lasted for so long um, that Max finally just said, I'm more concerned about your guys' mental health and physical health, so we're calling it. You know, it shouldn't last this long anyway. And I think that was kind of the breaking point for a lot of guilds. I know there were three or four different guilds that I remember seeing literally after that raid, basically announced, hey, we're not competing for Race to Roll First anymore because it's just too long, and there's too much investment in it, and it just wasn't worth it for them as a guild. They just couldn't yeah. commit to that. So I think that raid really kind of opened Blizzard's eyes that be careful not to overtune stuff and that it needs to be shortened up. So that's a big part of the issue. Um, and I think, again, having this Mythic release difficulty released that same week I think that helps that issue. It creates other issues, but I think overall, I think it's a better thing. Um, but yes, yeah, also, that's a long time. Yes, for sure. Uh, also, we do have you know, the new PvP season will be opening up at the time. Um, I don't know if you have any info on that. I, I don't pay much attention to the PvP scene. I know you do.
1: I mean, there's some sets I want to get OD wise, but I'm not like invested or anything at this point.
0: Right. But, uh, yeah, so Avarice to Shattered Crucible, that is the new raid. Um, raid Finder, it says more details to follow on the Raid Finder schedule, so I personally would love it if they would just release Raid Finder all at once instead of making you wait like, for six weeks. Like a month. Yeah, a half, yeah, I don't know. I feel, I feel like it's weird having... That time now, I understand if maybe they want to wait until the Mythic race is over to release the final wing or whatever, because a lot of times you know they have secrets in that final wing and they don't really mm-hmm. want a whole bunch of extra stuff. So I can understand that, um, but I don't think the way they've been doing it, where there's like four different wings and it releases one every two weeks, it's just annoying. Because mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know, it seems to me unnecessary at this point um raid finder should come out like either either just release the whole thing like two weeks after the race starts or right off the bat i don't know
1: um yeah i don't really do that all farts so I, I don't really care personally
0: something else by the way this isn't in the show notes but something else that's going on right now is the turbulent Timeways. um i was not aware of anything on this until i i saw it pop up in the news stuff on it so i guess they are doing uh this is week two of it i believe And for six weeks in a row, they are having time walking up. um, And it is, I think they've got Mythic Plus time walking for each of those as well. Um, And so it's just like the time walking, the normal time walking event, I believe. It's just that they're doing it each week. And I've seen some other people give some feedback on this as well and finally come to the same conclusion that I had a year ago a year and a half ago whenever they announced how season four is going to be and that we were going to have time walking dungeons in the mythic plus pool um and i see people come into conclusion that this, while this event is happening they're going man this is how mythic plus time walking always should have been instead of being part of the season pool they should just have it every single week available so
1: where you can just do the dungeons every week and i'm like something you've been saying for like half a year
0: yes for a year and a half like, literally since they announced Season 4, I was like, guys, this is dumb. Just do this instead. And now they're they're doing this right now. Um, and, like, again, just do it this way. Just, just have time walking every week. Go through a different expansion each week. And leave time walking dungeons out of Mythic Plus pools. So that way people that want to do time walking still can do it. And they can go back and enjoy old dungeons. Like, I... I might have gone. Maybe I would have gone back and done Halls of Valor on just regular time walking stuff. It's. I love that dungeon. I absolutely enjoyed it. Um, I would. I look forward to doing Freehold. I don't want it as part of my Mythic Plus pool, though. I want it as an optional thing that I can do during time walking. That's what I want. Yeah. Um. But you know, who knows? Maybe that's kind of what they're gonna. Maybe they're gonna plan on doing that for the second half of the sea, of the expansion. Maybe yeah. these because because they the reason they're doing this now is that they've got enough dungeons. I mean, you're, you're talking, they've got three to four dungeons for almost every expansion now where they've got mythic plus, uh, la- mapped out for the different time walking expansions.
1: Yeah. Um, Drake flights fourth expansion with that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, so like you've got, you've got, well, not even that, but like they've gone back and you'll know, wad and mop those expansions. They've got enough time walking. Cause you'll see wad, so in wad you've got now three dungeons that they've done time walking mythic plus for already because you had two back in the end of of shadowlands and you had one with shadow and barrier so you got three time walking dungeons that are mythic plus um as far as uh mop goes you only have the one because they've only done one but i know we're getting the second one i think with this upcoming expansion or no we're not so there's cataclysm one um so, like, Catacombs and a Mop, you still only have one, but, like, BFA, every single dungeon had Mythic Plus. Legion, every single dungeon had Mythic Plus. So, you could easily do that and continue adding um, with Mop and stuff and make Mythic Plus stuff more available. So, I, I don't know. I hope they go that direction, but we'll see. Um, anyway, I just want to throw out, like, I just noticed. I just remembered that was going on.
1: I'm trying not to put my finger out mouth that much, but I think I cracked a molar. <laughs> <laughs> I was writing my tooth over my tongue over my tooth and it's like really sharp like my tooth is and then I yeah. kind of like poked out of my finger and like some little pieces came off fun
0: fun fun doesn't,
1: doesn't doesn't hurt though so I'm not the well, moan that's good just, yeah, I, I, I just thought I'd say <laughs> that because in case people are seeing my finger and mouth like ten times over the last five minutes
0: <laughs> it happens it happens I had a uh, my uh, when my my wisdom teeth came in i should have gone to a dentist but my insurance was crap and it was 1200 dollars for my wife to get two wisdom teeth removed and i needed all four removed um so i was like no thanks um i just dealt with it and when my mine came through though normally they like a side impact or something like that or whatever
1: Yeah. yeah
0: mine literally here's here's the tooth the wisdom tooth went right through it and literally split them in half and cracked them all apart and they just fell apart over the over a period of about 3 or 4 months and it oh hurt my. so bad oh man yeah, I've I never I was taking t- just doses and doses of ibuprofen every day it was so painful
1: I, I was like the beautiful thing about Canada was like uh, yeah I need my wisdom teeth removed so I went in got an x-ray like okay we'll see you in 2 days You're yeah, like yeah. cool go in and get my teeth removed and Walked out
0: like you're good to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go and brag about your universal health care. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, so while we normally don't discuss much political stuff on the podcast, um, I, we're gonna get slightly political here for a minute. Not not super political because it really shouldn't be political because it's just basic human rights. Um. Anyway, uh, so upcoming uh, here in a couple days on. Uh, it is actually tomorrow, uh, now that I look at the actual date it is. Uh, tomorrow night, uh, April 7th at 9pm, uh, I am going to be doing a speedrun attempt. My first one for Dragonflight, uh, going from 8 to 70 as fast as I can. The record is like 6 hours and 58 minutes. I'm thinking I'll probably wind up about 8 to 9 hours, somewhere in that time frame. Uh, just because it's my first one and I've got a new game pad that I got used to. And I don't think Demon Hunter is quite as good as it used to be for speedrunning with the talent changes and stuff, but we're going to see. But anyway, the difference between this and my previous speedruns is that we are doing charity event for the speedrun. So uh, during the uh, stream for the speedrun, you can type into the Twitch chat um, exclamation donate or exclamation charity and either one of those will bring up two links. Uh, for a couple of charities, the first one is the Autistic Self Adv- Advocacy Network, um, also known as ASAN. Um They are a—it's a group of—it is ran by autistic people, uh, and one of the things they believe one is that autism is not a disease. It is not something that needs to be fixed or, you know, corrected or whatever. It's just part of how they live. There, are, I mean, there are millions and millions of people who are autistic. My oldest son is autistic. Um, so this is an organization that has had a lot of great support. Um, one of the reasons I picked them to go with for the campaign is uh, it is one of the organizations that Despofisto has supported for a very, very long time. He's raised th- like like $23,000 for them in the past with his speedrun events and stuff. Um, and he is who m- inspired me to start doing speedrunning. Um, so I just kind of wanted to... Yeah, it is Autism Awareness, Awareness Month here in America. I don't know if it is up there in Canada or not. Um, not sure. But it is Autism Awareness Month. So, uh, you know, in honor of that, as well as kind of a little tip of the hat to Des Mephisto, I wanted to support the Autis- Autistic Self-Advocacy Network. Um, they Some of their tenets that they believe in is basically that if you're discussing autistic people, um, if you're making decisions about autistic people... Autistic people should be in that room for that discussion and be part of making that decisions. As if you're not autistic, you shouldn't be making decisions as to them. what what kind of policies should be in place for autistic people. You know they they deserve they think they they believe and I agree with them. Autistic people should have a voice and their opinion should matter when it comes to discussing policies that affect them. Um, the second charity that we're going to be uh, supporting is the Trevor Project. Um, which the Trevor Project has uh, is a network of trained. Um, they have a network of trained counselors and stuff, and their their mission is to try to prevent suicide along amongst young members of the LGBTQ plus group. Um, obviously, in America and in several other countries as well, you know you have a lot of members of that that are under attack right now, trying to take away their rights. And I mean especially in america right now it's it's getting ugly but uh so they they have 24 7 support for anybody that is struggling that is a member of the lgbtq lgbtq plus (laughs) a lot of letters there i know it's hard for me to say it quickly um but uh they have 24 7 support 365 days a year uh their website has all their links and phone numbers and everything they can call so check them out um And basically just have trained counselors there Anybody that's struggling, they can call, they'll talk They have all sorts of information And and stuff that they can help you with So gonna try to raise some money for that And help them out as well So right now the campaign goals are $500 Um, Hopefully we can meet that, we'll see Uh, But you don't have to Do it through the stream, you can go to their sites Right now or go to the site for my uh, For my campaigns and donate money Whatever you want to do Um, Every little bit will help But yeah, so we wanted to kind of do that so, I'm excited about that. So, come out, tune out, tune in to twitch.tv slash buckblind uh, tomorrow night. And we'll hopefully have a nice, good, fast speed run. And then raise some money for some charities. Good time, yeah. Yep. Um, so, then, uh, to wrap us up, uh, what was your week in WoW, Bio? Uh,
1: it's just been the same thing it been for probably two two and a half weeks now it's just uh farming rares getting tokens for alts and stuff in case I feel like playing something different um so I've I've been playing uh just about every class except for maybe hunter and mage stuff like that but I've been playing tons just you know just in, killing the rares killing fine time to the next season um yeah, getting the rare tokens, uh, the I mean the item tokens for your alts because it's really easy to gear your alts to like three ninety five now. Right. I figure I might as well take advantage of that. Nice. Um, and keeping uh, my eye on the patch notes to see what the uh, what changes are coming, and that's yeah, was all I've been doing.
0: Nice. Um, yeah. So as far as mine goes, uh, pretty much didn't exist because my power's out for like three days. Yeah, <laughs> they were three of my off days where I normally am online playing all the time. Uh, and I slept like the two days before that. So uh, no, but I uh, spent a little bit of time in there trying to get stuff prepped for the speed run. That's primarily what I'll be working on for the next, uh, well, today and tomorrow up, up till the speed run. I'll be working on getting stuff prepped and ready to go. Uh, and then Saturday, hopefully we'll be running some dungeons Saturday night, get some keys done and work on getting you your keystone master. yeah yeah. i haven't farmed much as far as tokens go in the first couple days but once i get past the speed run and and then i'll probably start doing that saturday as well but uh no be a good good week i think yeah so uh yeah be good um uh, yep i think i can hear yeah eli's waking up so (laughs) uh so anyway, uh, appreciate everyone watching. You can check out any of uh, my socials up top. I got uh, Twitch TV slash BuckBlind. and YouTube. I'm BuckBlindTheDemonHunter. the Demon Hunter, and on Twitter I'm at BuckBlindDH. Bio, what are yours?
1: Uh, QQ underscore Bioshock for my Twitch and my YouTube. Um, nothing on YouTube still because I actually got my account uh, like got logged out and I don't remember the info. So I have to work on getting it restored And I just put it off But uh, I hope to get there at some point
0: At some point we'll get some videos on there But uh, yep So uh, we will be uh, We'll be around playing And streaming uh, And then hopefully next week we'll be back for another episode So feel free to tune in and watch Uh, Don't forget on YouTube Hit that subscribe and like button if you're watching And that way you get notified whenever uh, We are posting new content and uh yeah thank you all for watching you got anything else by well i'm good all righty everyone have a great one and thank you and we will see you next time see ya